Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by 5-4 Club. Oh yeah, baby. You've heard of them. I know you have. You know why? Because they dress people like Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Zac Efron, Aziz Ansari, Don Cheadle, and Adam Ray. Yeah. Well, let me tell you how I got to learn about 5-4 Club. I'm a dude who doesn't have time to shop, okay? Um, I don't really like to shop. Um, And what I do like are people who know clothes, who know style, and want to help people like me out, okay? When you sign up to be a member of 5-4 Club, for 60 bucks a month, only 60 bucks a month, here's what you get, okay? You get proven style, recommendations, and advice from top stylists who just want to make you look good and educate you on how to wear certain pieces. They're not trying to make your wardrobe for you. They just want to help educate you on how to create your vibe, your style. It's an easy sign-up process, all right? You go in, you personalize your style preferences, create a profile, and whether you're looking for clothes for the office, the club, just a chill weekend or whatever, 5-4 has you covered. There are four style profiles, okay? Classic, casual, forward, and mix. You create these, and the guys put together a box of dope clothes for you and send it to your place, to your doorstep, direct delivery, free shipping. Free shipping. So few businesses do that, all right? Go to 5-4 Club right now. Sign up. Become a member. It's only 60 bucks a month, okay? The only way to get this brand is to be a member, all right? You can't find 5-4 Club anywhere else. So you got to sign up, baby. Do you want to stand out in the crowd and not blend in like everyone else? Do you want to wear the clothes that Don Cheadle and Blake Griffin wear? Do you want to start getting compliments from girls you didn't think were even looking at you? I'm telling you, Brad even wears this shit, all right? They've got his size. They've got little Brad's size. I can't stress how dope this company is. I wear their shit. It's dependable. It's reliable. They throw you how-to-wear style suggestions, curated collections, selected by personal stylists. You're not a stylist, man. Get some help from dudes that know what they're talking about. Free size exchanges, free delivery, and easy style profile edits. Great styles that are on point and on season. You want shorts and a button-up? Cool. They got them. You want jackets and jeans when it gets colder? They got them. Go to 54club.com right now. Use promo code ALN to get a nice little discount off your first package, all right? Also, if you sign up for 54 Club this month, they've teamed up with Robert Geller. Do you know who Robert Geller is? Yeah, maybe named Best Men's Wear Designer in 2009. He's collaborated with Levi's, Common Projects, Yeezy Season 1. Robert Geller is thrown in a pair of his $200 shades for free when you sign up this month to be a member in 54 four club all right so go to five four club.com use promo code aln and start looking better baby and now enjoy a brand new episode of the about last night podcast with brad williams and adam ray hey everybody it's adam ray for the about last night podcast well we've got uh an amazing episode today it's our second live episode from the hollywood improv in los angeles california about last night live podcast so fun. We might start doing these every month. This was really um, just, it's so fun to do with a live audience. Uh, you know, obviously Brad and I love uh, bantering, but when we have guests, it's just like the whole level of performing just goes up a notch, and, and the crowd was awesome. Uh, our guests were the very funny Harlan Williams, 
and my co-host of Separation Anxiety. Uh, I'm sorry, the host of Separation Anxiety. I'm the co-host. I'm on the smaller stage. Let's be honest. They gave her the show. I auditioned. So it's her show. Um, Eliza Schlesinger is our other guest today. Both crushed it. Uh, Eliza, man, what what can't she talk about? Uh, just one of those sharp point of views that can riff on anything. We talked about airline etiquette. We talked about Cher's tweets. <laughs> Cher's Twitter handle is, is crazy. We got into that. We got into um, some relationship talks, some men and women differences. We got into... Uh, our show, Separation Anxiety, which uh, apparently is TBS's highest rated new show, scripted or unscripted, baby. So thank you so much for watching that. Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. TBS. Uh, tomorrow's episode might be one of my favorites. Uh, the the, uh, the contestants are just, it's two dude best friends of like 15 years, and uh, they're hilarious. It was uh, a lot of fun. So tune in tomorrow night, TBS, 10 p.m., Separation Anxiety. I think it might be 7 p.m. on the East Coast, but check your local listings. TBS, Separation Anxiety. Eliza was hilarious. She brought it, as always. Uh, Harlan Williams, I mean, what can you say about the dude? He's, he, nobody makes me laugh harder. He, uh, what did we talk about? We talked about our favorite holidays. We talked about Scooby-Doo for a little while, which was awesome. Harlan did a stand-up set, which you, uh, which you, you will hear on this podcast. Um, we talked about it all. A lot of laughs. I've never laughed so hard. Uh, follow both of them on Twitter and go see them live. Eliza's about to do her third Netflix special. She's taping it April 23rd at the Vic Theater uh, in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, you can get tickets to her special and all her tour dates at Eliza.com. Uh, I-L-I-Z-A dot com. Follow her on Twitter at Eliza. Follow Harland on Twitter at Harlan Williams. Listen to his podcast, The Harlan Highway, which Brad and I were just guests on. Uh, you can get all his podcasts and tour day info at harlandwilliams.com. Follow Brad on Twitter at FunnyBrad. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. And come see me tomorrow night at the Laugh Factory. Uh, I will be there, I think, at 10 p.m. Uh, check the website. I'll be posting on Twitter and Facebook. I think it's 10 p.m. And then I'll be at Comedy Juice at the Hollywood Improv, uh, 10 p.m. Wednesday, March 30th. Uh, get your tickets at improv.com. Those lamps are always stacked. I think it's going to be me, Dane, Joe Rogan, Chris D'Elia. Comedy Juice Wednesday, uh, March 30th, 10 p.m. And then I'll be at the Comedy Store main room at 8 p.m. on Thursday, March 31st. And then this weekend, I will be headlining the La Jolla Comedy Store in La Jolla, California. That's San Diego uh, for all you... Uh, you know, people who don't know geography. Uh, this is one of the best clubs in the country. I'm pumped. I'm bringing my buddy Avery Pearson. We're going to do some music, some improvised songs. So come out, La Jolla Comedy Store, April 1st, April 2nd. Uh, two shows, both nights. Get your tickets at ComedyStore.com. And then come see me next weekend in West Palm Beach. I'm going to be headlining the West Palm Beach Improv uh, in West Palm Beach, Florida, for the first time, April 8th through the 10th. Get your tickets at Improv.com and come see me at the West Palm Beach Improv, April 8th through the 10th. Um, and then, of course, uh, end of end of May, I'm sorry, end of April, I'm going to be in Boston, Massachusetts at Laugh Boston, April 28th through the 30th at Laugh Boston. Come out and see me um, April 28th through the 30th at Laugh Boston. Um, bunch of shows. Going to be a blast. Working on my hour. Getting that tight to shoot hopefully uh, this summer or early fall. Um, but I got a lot of a lot of fun material I'm working with right now, and, and uh, the shows are they're going to be a blast. So get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. All my tour dates and videos uh, are at my website AdamRayTV.com. Uh, Brad Williams, 
Comedy.com is where you can find all of Brad's tour dates. And he's going to be, oh baby, this weekend headlining the Comedy Factory in Baltimore, Maryland, April 1st and April 2nd. Go see Brad. Um, oh, and March 31st. I'm sorry. Thursday through Saturday. Uh, Brad will be in Baltimore, Maryland at the Comedy Factory. Go see him uh, March 31st through April 2nd. And then April 3rd, Brad is doing two shows at Zany's uh, in, uh, I don't know where it is, what Zany's it is, 1548 North Street in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, so go see Brad, Zany's Comedy Club on April 3rd. And then April 9th, uh, I'm sorry, April 8th and 9th, Brad will be headlining Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, baby. Go see Brad, Gotham Comedy Club, April 8th and 9th in New York City. Tickets at GothamComedyClub.com. Uh, of course, follow the podcast on Twitter, at ALN Podcast, at ALN Podcast on Instagram. I'm Adam Ray 33 on Instagram. Brad's Brad Williams Comic. Um, Estoymerchandise.com for all your ALN merch. We got hats. We got shirts. We got mugs. We got Life My Life shirts, Roni and the Quave shirts, the Titanic shirts, the official commemorative ALN posters, which are dope. All that is at Estoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y-Merchandise.com. Get your shit. Bring it to the shows. Brad and I are both on the road. A lot coming up. Bring out your merch. We'll sign it for you. Take pictures. Uh, we love uh, we love the support when you guys bring your shit to the shows live. Uh, and, of course, keep subscribing on iTunes. Those five-star ratings help us out so much. So do it right now while the intro is finishing up. Five stars on the iTunes page. Leave a little comment. Helps us climb the charts and uh, continue to bring you guys dope episodes. Coming up, we've got uh, Jerry Ferrara uh, coming back for his fourth appearance with Kevin Connolly from Entourage. That's going to be dope. We've got Angela Johnson coming up. Uh, we've got Retta from Parks and Rec. Um, uh, Jesus Christ. We've got Dana Carvey, uh, number three, which we taped last week, which was maybe one of the best episodes in the history. And uh, and this week, we're doing the Goo Goo Dolls. What the fuck, man? So, so many dope episodes coming up. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes so you can get the new episodes every Monday and Thursday, which we've been pumping out recently. Going to keep that going for a while. Um, and, uh, and keep enjoying uh, all the content we're bringing you guys. These shows have been awesome and fun to do and, and some really amazing interviews uh, coming up. So make sure you're subscribed on iTunes and enjoy brand new episodes like today's. Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles, that's all the merch info, that's the TBS show info, and now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast, the second live episode with the very funny Harlan Williams and Eliza Schlesinger. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and Guys, thanks for coming. How you feeling? The About Last Night Live Podcast, number two. Everyone always loves a number two. What? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I started off with a shit joke. We're keeping it classy here. The About Last Night Podcast. The kids aren't here. Hey, we're at the new. uh, We're at the new lab at the Hollywood Improv. This is great. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for being here. It's cozy. Yeah. And, and and there's tons of people here who presumably know who we are. If they don't, then they just saw a midget run up on stage, and they think their NyQuil dream is just kicking in. Uh, <laughs> That'd be the best NyQuil, because my NyQuil dreams uh, are, are always pretty scary. But I feel like if you entered in at some point, that would just... Oh. Like, I had a NyQuil dream once that yeah. 
I was uh, in the jungle, and I was like, for whatever reason, I was observing like a town hall meeting, but it was all the animals of the animal kingdom. So like the opening scene of The Lion King? The, pretty much exactly that, <laughs> but a lot more terrifying because uh, I stepped on like a branch at one point as I was like peeping and, uh, you know, their whole meeting, and then they all collectively just like turned and looked <laughs> towards me in the bushes. A lot of you aren't laughing because maybe you had the same dream, and that's what I'm going <laughs> to... Um, but it was terrifying. And then I ran. So, But if so I had been running away. and then you came out of nowhere and was like, get on my back, I'll save you, then, then I... <laughs> Wait, why, why would you get on my back? <laughs> I don't know. It's my, it's my dream. I can do, my, the dwarf does what I want in my dream. What? No, that's how jump, it works. If you jump on my back, that's a hate crime. That's not working out too well. <laughs> didn't somebody, I can't support you. Didn't somebody jump on your back once? After? Someone did jump on my back yeah. once. because. All right. Uh, this is, uh, we're we're, we're going to get dark pretty second, okay? Can we, can, we, can we get dark for a second? I don't know if we got any sad violin music we can start playing. Uh, some dude, I picked up his girlfriend and held him over my shoulders, or held her over my shoulders, and uh, he was like, that looks like fun, and he jumped on my back. Uh, but he was a, uh, a uh, UFC fighter. And uh, so, yeah, he was way heavier. And the, 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 I got great thighs, but not a great back. So uh, that fucked me up. And uh, d- 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 despite the rumors, if you break a dwarf's back, you do not get three wishes. <laughs> I, I think well, that's what that he attitude. thought. I think that's what he thought. He's like, all right, where, all right, I cracked his back. When does the genie pop out? He's like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's not how it happens. Dick. That's, that's one of many. We talked about this the other day, too. Like, there's somebody else brought a, uh, a dwarf um, stereotype to, I think it was our one of our guests tonight, Harlan yes. Williams. Yes, you we did. We were discussing, like, if there are other animals or creatures that use a litter box. Yes. And we started joking about if that was how, you know, dwarves uh, shed. And, well, and then we and the, yeah and so you're laughing because you guys are like <laughs> but do they nobody knows for sure if they do or they don't and correct and and, and here's the thing if you walked into my apartment yeah. and you saw me shitting in a litter box <laughs> would you object to it or would you just go like well that's what they do yeah. uh, that's that that's their thing I that's, don't want to yeah. interrupt their culture you know like um, Asians you take off your shoes and you that's just acknowledged dwarves they shit in a litter box. Uh, that's fine. Like, uh, you see, now you guys aren't laughing. You're like, because you're like, yeah, you're just saying facts at this point. We all know dwarves shit in litter yeah. boxes, Brad. Get off the point. Yeah. Okay, I get good it. for get you. It. You've Googled something. Well, we're all drinking. We're all having a good time tonight. Let's talk about the show, first of all. Yeah. We've got oh, uh, really an amazing show tonight. Uh, two of our guests. Uh, the amazing Eliza Schlesinger is on the show tonight. Huh? Uh-huh. And, uh, and after that, our good buddy Harlan Williams will be coming to the stage yes. to do some funny. Um, before we get into that, Brad, uh, how was your day? How was your week? Oh, my, my day is great. My day was fantastic. We did a podcast today uh, with uh, Retta from uh, Parks and Rec. Do you guys? Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah, let's talk about more guests that aren't going to be on this show tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, and, then, and, 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 and then the ghost of Abraham Lincoln was on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, he was good. It was, it was, it was good. fantastic. No, it, it, it's a good. I'm, I'm getting ready to go to Boston this weekend, so I'm I'm getting that. Oh, one person. Okay, yeah. Uh, Do you I'm, have to prepare um, weather-wise differently? Like, uh, so, well, okay. Here, here, here's the deal. It's hard enough for me to find regular clothes. When I find like cold weather clothes. I, I do not look good because it's literally like a parka with like a teddy bear on the back, and that's the only thing that fits me. Like, so I'm just like walking around, and ba- basically I dress like either a five year old or a 27 year old Japanese woman. Uh, it's yeah, pretty much the hot. same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, you popped a boner maybe for the wrong reason, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much how I'm gonna look in in Boston. 
Uh, and you're doing shows out there. Yeah, I'm doing the Wilbur Theater. I'm actually doing a theater out there. Whoa, yeah, good for right. you. Ooh, no, no, I'm getting to that Crystalia territory. Watch out, buddy. Good for you. I'm, I'm coming. And, the, then, and then your day, what did you do? Uh, I went on a hike at Runyon Canyon because um, apparently what? it's going to close down in April. So uh, our, our buddy in front of the podcast, Adam Devine, uh, coursed me into taking a hike. And um, my legs are still on fire right now. Um, wow. I feel like it's in pretty good shape, but that's that is a burn. It's also I feel bad for the people that they're closing down the mountain for because there's been, there's probably been a lot of I don't know friendships born on that. I saw a lot of guys with dogs that were definitely hitting on women. Like I saw a lot of girls going like, "Oh my god, how old is he?" And the guy be like, "He's like forty. Like you want to see my dick?" Like there was a lot of like <laughs> like I feel like when the, you know there was just the well, door was open at that for, point. For, for those listening who aren't familiar with Runyon Canyon, yeah, uh, it is. The how would you describe it to an out of towner? Uh, all right, imagine a uh, Paris uh, fashion show, but happening on on a hike. Like, that's the shit. Like, right, like, for those of you who gone, the people go up to Runyon, they think they're on a casting call, so you, like, have girls in full makeup going to jog, and they're, like, they're, they're wearing, like, booty shorts, and you basically think that it's only going to be a porno. You're like, okay, a porno's going to start at any second, and then what, it's just, it's what just What pornos are you watching where there's a 15-minute hiking scene before... Listen, I like a lot the, of cordial. The story's getting good. I wish they would stop fucking and continue this plot. I mean, I jerk off to workout tapes, so it was just a logical Good for step. you. Good yeah. for you. A lot of people said you wouldn't do it. but Yeah. Uh, the thing is, so so you want to hike to work out. When I go to a gym to work out, uh, I, I love it because when I go on the bench press, like, everyone stops. Because everyone wants to know, like, wait, do they have, like, super strength? Is that one of their powers? Will he survive? Yeah. And then, like, if I start putting up more weight than the guy next to me, then his ego is just, like, crushed for life. <laughs> Because he, he's looking at, like, how the fuck is he doing that? He doesn't know that it's a parlor trick, and my arms are tiny, so it actually doesn't take a lot of muscle to put up 145 pounds. But is that what like, you bench? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 145. Like, like, that, like, that's to do uh, 10 reps. Just put it up once. I do uh, 215, and that's, yeah, that's Holy like shit. eight brads. <laughs> <laughs> just have other brads holding on to their bar. Yeah, that's just hilarious. Like, ah, I bench midgets. I... So, so if you had a trainer, they'd be like, and next week we'll try to get 16 brads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I feel like that's, what, that's how Kim Jong-un works out, is he just has, like, midgets hold onto the bar, and then he lifts it. <laughs> like, that's like a North Korea shit. And now they're going to nuke me. Fuck! <laughs> uh, but, People got uh, really sensitive on that one. Yeah. Uh, they're not, the Kim they're not, Jong-un not, fans. <laughs> you can make fun of how he talks, but not his workout regimen. <laughs> Uh, well, your life has changed in the past few weeks because your show with our with our guest, who's hosted by our guest uh, Eliza Schlesinger, Se- Separation Anxiety debuted yeah, on baby. CBS. Fifty-two million viewers. So thank you so much. We're big in Tel Aviv and uh, and Glendale. So I'm okay with both those uh, locations. Has, yeah. you, has, has your life changed since, since I mean, the show debuted? I think I've been hit up from more of my mom's friends from Temple. So that's been fun. <laughs> I'm blowing up that Temple Bulletin yeah. in Seattle. Uh, I did Watch have my son. He's on the TBS. How dare you? This She's is, not that Jewy. Well, no. This is her friend, Agnes. Yeah. Agnes. <laughs> I feel like only an Agnes would talk like this. this. Yeah. Maybe or, a Dorothy. <laughs> Just going old woman. No, I just wanted to watch you play out that character a little bit more. I've never seen you so hunched over and adorable. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I did uh, the 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 support you get from like you know unexpected places like um, uh, there's a kid I went to high school with uh, mm-hmm. who was a senior when I was a freshman on the football team, and uh, I figured maybe he'd um, had gone pro at this point, um, but uh, no, he works at Jiffy Loop, so go figure. You win, you win, David Knapp. Uh, <laughs> but he um, he came up to me uh, after show. I guess he was down here visiting, and he was like, he was hammered first of all, which is always a great time to reconnect. Uh, with somebody you haven't seen for a while, but he was, you know, the support I was, uh, you know, uh, appreciated and welcomed. But he he got got really emotional, and he was like, uh, "We never really had many conversations." But he's like, "Dude, I'm so fucking proud of you, dude. You're down, you're down here, fucking living your dream, dude, and chasing chasing your dreams, man, and living and fucking, dude, dude. I work at fucking Jiffy Lube, man." Like he started, it was, it was very real and uh, a little too real. And he was like, and you're fucking, you're fucking doing it, man. And like, this is great. And I was like, David, I literally think this is the most we've ever uh, exchanged dialogue. Um, <laughs> the last time I remember talking to him is when I quit football my sophomore year of high school to play yeah. Danny Zuko in Greece. That's, and, a, that's a real story. That's a real story. Yeah. Yeah. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. I wrote my college essay on it. <laughs> and I literally think the last thing he said to me was like, good luck. Queer, queer boy, drama queer, or something. <laughs> so he, so, 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 so he went from good look queer to I'm so fucking proud of you, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, oh, and I shit. reminded him of that moment too. I was like, "Do you remember how supportive you were when I quit football?" He was like, "Man, I don't remember shit." It's <laughs> like, all right, good to see you. I'll see you another 25 years. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was cool because we were actually at a bar the other night, and they were playing Separation Anxiety in the bar yeah. that we were at, which was, yeah, that's kind of awkward when, and I probably didn't help it when I stood up on the bar and went, that's the guy! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a good friend and would. And a couple people looked and I was like, do I get free drinks? Like, no, nah, man. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's cable money. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. But no, it's cool. They, uh, TBS is blasting it all over the place. Have you guys watched it? Yeah. There you go. We'll take it. Nine people. We'll take it. Yeah. Every little bit helps. You've watched it. Yeah, of course I watched it. I, yeah. I, 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 I watch it uh, with my girlfriend, and we laugh at uh, those couples. And then we're like, yeah. because What know, would we do? How would we play the game? Yeah, oh, my God. What <laughs> would we do in that scenario? And, of course, we win in our mind. <laughs> yeah. But then if we put, actually put us in that scenario, we would. You're pretty good at trivia, though. I think you would excel in that game. I'd be all right. I mean, I, as long as you kept it within the categories, you know, uh, famous little people. <laughs> uh, that's it. You know, like, so. If, if you got a Warwick Davis question, I will crush that shit. Or 90s punk bands, I feel like you would excel at. 90s punk bands, yeah. Just like if you have a question about the Ataris, Newfound Glory, Good Charlotte, uh, Some 41, SR71. Uh, am I missing anyone? Well, we're losing yeah. everybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, so you mentioned girlfriend yeah. living with, so that's yeah. a big change. And Brad is uh, his girlfriend Jasmine. They live together now. That's a big deal. Yeah, you guys should, should clap. Brad in. is growing up in front of our faces. Uh, well, not growing, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> still, that, that's not happening. No, and, 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 and she's tall, and, and so she's a tall person. I, I, I graduated to tall women. and But it's weird now because now little people, women, hate me. Because they're like, oh, you were a tall girl. Like, it's kind of like when a black dude dates a white chick. Like, all the, like all the black chicks get mad because it's like, you took one of ours. Like, now all the dwarf women are like, you took one. Why'd you take one? Have they, and, like, banned you from the meetings now? Like, what happens? Well, well they banned her. Like, like you know how those roller coaster signs say you must be below this line? Yeah. Uh, for us, it's you must be below this line to enter. 
so they banned her. But they're always talking shit to me like, oh, well, what can she do that, that I can't do? I'm like, I don't know, reach a second shelf. Yeah, uh, that's helpful. That cereal's all the way up there for you. Yeah, I have places, I, I have shelves in my house I can finally fucking use, and it's awesome. She, has she domesticated you? I mean, I feel like you're, you yes. know, you've toned down a little bit. Like A little bit. You know, I'm now, uh, I'm, I'm now in bed by 8.30. No, uh, no, no, not at all. Wow, uh, no, that happens. The, consider this friendship terminated. Here, here, here's the thing that's changed the most yeah. about me now that the girl's living with me. Uh, my girlfriend has also a, a fourth-degree black belt in Taekwondo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know how quiet that's, it just got? Oh, yeah. God. Everyone's like, Laugh at everything right Brad says from here on out. <laughs> yeah, uh, so... And guys are like, oh, well, that, like, isn't that weird? Like, your girl can beat you up? And I go, well, first of all, that's very true. She can't kick my ass. But it's like, they're like, oh, wow, your girl can beat you up. It's like, I'm four foot nothing. A lot of people can beat me up. That's not new to me that someone could kick my ass. Like, I don't walk around like, I could take out anyone. Uh, so, but the thing that's changed is, like, for a, for a dude, when we argue, there's always, like, that, okay, we could dominate you physically if we had to. Like, uh, Bill Burr has this great bit where he's like, the reason why women argue the way they do is because they know you're not going to hit them, right? Uh, so, uh, all right, lost you guys there. That's fine. Everyone's like, I can't laugh well, at stick this. Stick to the script, Brad. My third cousin's Rihanna. I can't laugh at this shit. Uh, so, but basically, I can't argue like I used to. Like, I can't yeah. argue like a dude anymore because I can't be like, I have that physical dominance over her. Yeah. But now it's fine because now I argue like a woman. And that's how I win arguments. It's awesome. Wait, every so what guy should try. Every guy should try arguing with their significant other like a woman, what? because women aren't used to arguing with women, so it blows their minds too. Like you just you, you don't make any logical sense. That helps. Uh, okay. And then what you else? and then you bring up things that they did in their past that have nothing to do with the argument that they're currently having. Like we're arguing about who's going to do the dishes, and I bring up the fact that she deleted Bar Rescue off off DVR four weeks ago. <laughs> And that, and that means that she should do the dishes tonight because that's that her sense. turn. In and, an and she's universe. just done. She's like, "What the? Uh, how, how do I? How do I argue about this shit? <laughs> like, it's awesome. I like it." Uh, have you? So you've had you've had some fights. Yeah, well, I, I mean, guess yeah. You're living together now, yeah. so that's yeah. And it, it's cool because like I'm living with her. I've lived with only with dudes before. Uh, which is I, I like living with a woman. Things are th- things are neater. There's less smells. Uh, <laughs> And the last time I lived with a dude, I severely cock-blocked him. And this is a true story. Uh, I was gone, and I, he brought a girl home. And she walked in. The girl walked in, saw my shoes on the ground, and then got mad at my roommate because she's like, you didn't tell me you had a kid. <laughs> That's a real story. And she did not fuck him that night. And he told me this, like, you owe me pussy. I'm like, no, that's a, that's a fucking story. I love that. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, so I, I like it. I, I'm enjoying uh, the whole girlfriend process. But the, but the weird thing is, is now that I have a girlfriend, is um, uh, something's been happening recently around L.A. Yeah. There is a, a dwarf woman that has moved to L.A., a cute, attractive dwarf woman that a lot of my friends uh, want to sleep with. And they are calling me and asking me for permission. What the Which fuck? is very strange. <laughs> like, like you're, the, you're the, the mayor of dwarf yeah. pussy? How does that, what? Like, how does that? <laughs> I am the gatekeeper of I, all dwarf pussies. Jesus. Like, they, like, like I, I had a dude, and she's actually here tonight. Uh, 
Lila, uh, she's right here. Do you want to? Lila, do you want to come up and field some questions here? Yeah, guys, make some noise for Lila. Bring her up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Here. Nice. You, you take the mic right there, Lila. And then, uh, yeah. So Lila just moved here. Lila's a stand-up comic. And uh, Lila, a lot of my friends want to sleep with you. <laughs> well, that's flattering. All right. Uh, now, does that happen? Like, do do tall guys hit on you a lot? Well, uh, it's well they do, but you know I'm kind of leery of those ones. Right, because you think bit. like they have a, like a fetish or like something. Like a weird little fetish, but yeah, yeah. At the same time, it's exciting, you know, because they're tall and I can climb on them like a jungle gym. <laughs> <laughs> that is a new position. <laughs> that is and the like, jungle gym. Yeah, and every guy I think just wants to fuck a dwarf because they're like, wow, how big will my dick look in those hands? <laughs> This will be so awesome. You will call me Tyrone after this encounter. Jesus. So, yeah, like, it's so strange that, like, my friends are asking me, like, like, because it's like, all right, I'm going to get kind of... Kind of historical on you guys for a second. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the movie Braveheart, but there, but there was a scene in that where the king practices something called Lamanoctra. Yeah. Lamanoctra was where the king had sexual rights to every uh, married woman on her wedding night before the husband. So the king would be like, ah, she's cool. I get to fuck her first. And, yeah, like, he, he would do that. Now I think people think that I'm enacting that over all of Hollywood. Like, yes, you may hit on the dwarf girl after I get my turn. Like, it's very strange. Like, I, uh, Adam, have you had that with, like, with, with, like, Jewish women or something? Or is there there's just enough Jews in Hollywood that they're like, ah, you can't claim all of them? So, Lila, when you... When you um, when you first got out of here, did you find a um, uh, a, a di- like? I mean, has have there? How do these dudes hit on you? Like, is there like a go to move? I mean, Brad. Obviously, they're they're checking in with Brad first, but some yeah. of them have to just be coming directly to you. Well, they most of the time they just come up and they're, you know, the really tall ones will always say, "Oh, you're not that small." You know? Jesus. Yeah, that's what we want to hear. Uh, You're not that small. Yeah, uh, I, had, I had a girl say that the first time I pulled out my dick, and that was not encouraging. <laughs> so, Lila, when... Um, uh, okay, so now how tall? When you say, like, I mean, the, the really tall ones. Like 6'2". Like, right. 6'2 is the tallest. Would you, they, they always say, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. I just want to put you in my pocket. For sure. But, but you know, that's okay, because who wouldn't want me? And then pants all day. Oh shit! <laughs> Confidence. Uh, <laughs> what is the? Is there a height maximum? Like if like a six nine dude? Like is that just too? Yeah. Too my tall. Gosh, that's yeah. really tall. Well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like literally, I, I would be like his le- one like a leg. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's too big. It's too big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do is that something you just decide for yourself, or is there like a doctor or a family member who tells you? <laughs> you laugh, but this okay, is I'm being be serious. Yeah. yeah. Is there like? Who um, says like, hey, here's like two, like six two is max because at six four and five things are going to get dangerous and possibly you know possibly uh, I I, I uh, decided that for myself, but yeah. I, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Now, what is what is your like the qualities uh, of a dude out here? Obviously, LA. There's a lot of people in the business, so that's can't be that uh, appealing. But but what is like the thing in a dude that you look for most? Well, I like personal trainers because they're fun. They're fit. They can pick me up. You know, it's exciting. Uh, I like to be picked up. Let's be honest. uh, I I, I know how small you are. It's not going to take a personal trainer (laughs) to pick you up. (laughs) I feel like a seven-year-old that did like half a push-up could do a curl with you. Yeah, that's 
probably true. <laughs> so if, yeah, if the, maybe get a little more specific. <laughs> I I just you know I like I like nice. I like people who are nice. Yeah. All right, guys. So all my friends that are listening to the podcast are hitting me up to bang Lila. Uh, she likes nice guys that pick her up. So there you go. There you go. Uh, but you like, gotta ask first. You gotta ask. Oh, yes, yes. No random reenactments of that opening scene from The Lion King. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, guys, that. give it up for Lila. Thank yeah, you so yeah. much for coming by. Thanks, Lila. Awesome. Uh, you guys ready to get the show started? Yeah. Hollywood Improv. You can do better than that. You ready to start the show and bring up our first guest? Yeah. Uh, man, she won last comic standing. She's hosting Separation Anxiety. Uh, she's about to shoot her third Netflix special, and she's one of the best in the business. Give it up, everybody, for our friend Eliza Schlesinger. What? It's yours? Yeah. Uh, you hate hashtags. I love hashtags. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're observing them. Because you actually had, during your special, Freezing Hot, you, you would have hashtags come up during the special. Strategic hashtags uh, because... Netflix doesn't give out numbers. So yeah. I was like, how can I track this? Not unlike tagging a whale in the wild, I tagged it with hashtags <laughs> so that when people would interact with it, I could see that they were watching it. Wow. Now I have some of the information. Wow. Do you now when, when is the time when you feel most necessary for a hashtag? Because I just saw a buddy of mine post a picture earlier tonight, and he just went to a basketball game, and then he put hashtag the city and hashtag the name of the team. And I was like, well, we fucking we know where it is because you were in the jersey of the team, right? And it's and you even posted like so g- yeah. glad to go to this city's team game. And I was like, you just it's, you're contributing to a database. I guess if, you know if, what was the city? Atlanta. Yeah, uh, you should never hashtag that. No, no. <laughs> I was hoping you would say Detroit. But it's like that anyway. it's uh, like when you go to lunch and then you post a picture. You're like, I had the best lunch today. Hashtag lunch. Hashtag, hashtag today. Lunch. Like, yeah. Because there are people, and I've done it where I've been bored. And I'm like, I want to look at pretty pictures of sushi. Hashtag sushi. And then I just look for it. And oh. you're hoping that's here's what you're hoping for. Yeah. Okay. And this is me sort of being Hollywood. You're hoping. Like, so let's say you're hash, hashtag sushi hoping someone in hollywood will be like i too am bored hashtag sushi wow that's a beautiful picture of sushi i wonder what other work this person has and then they give you a reality show that's why we oh, do God. everything so it's a networking opportunity always yeah. you just sent toilet. out everyone in our, our audience with like a new mission like i'm gonna hashtag everything sushi everything. fuck it yeah <laughs> hashtag models done like that's why yeah. people do it yeah uh, I, I think the one that gets overused the most is hashtag blessed Hundred percent. That one, yeah. If, if if you ever want to want to kill yourself within three minutes, uh, look up hashtag blessed. But it's also on Instagram. Never stuff that like yeah. you should be that thankful for. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you're doing rim- okay. It's a coach bag. <laughs> Rims on my car. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. So you're yeah. like, really? Found an Xbox controller at Toys R Us for half off. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Is that just me? Hashtag blessed. Speaking of a personal experience. All right. Well, because fuck you guys. Because the kind of people that use that aren't smart people and so what they consider which is okay I mean you don't have to be smart to consider yourself lucky and it's yeah. good to mm-hmm. practice the art of being grateful <laughs> when you say it like that it That's really has a sincere quality it. to it yeah. practicing now you're like really in tune with social media and one thing that I only you've have been... 120,000 followers That's good only should you have more? You well, think compared you should... to like normal people who yeah, don't compared to like share, yeah, for sure. Right? Who is a maniac on Twitter? Is she? Go, go to Twitter, <laughs> right? It's just, love... it's, it's babble. <laughs> it's like hashtags and pictures and questions for non-interrogative statements. It's the weirdest shit. 
How it's you know so at Cher yeah. Bono. No. Can we pull up Cher's Twitter <laughs> on pull up the Cher's screen Twitter. here? Because my manager one day was like, Thanks, yo, Josh. Cher's a fucking maniac. And I was like, Cher, it's – because like you could tell she's watching like a GOP debate and just like only getting every couple lines and just responding <laughs> out of That's the best. Time. That's the best commentary to follow. Yeah. Whatever, I'm sorry, you're saying, but Cher's crazy. Well, that was, I, was, I didn't know that, but now, yeah, now I have something to Google later. Yeah. Uh, what, now, why did Cher being crazy come up with your manager? Were you guys already discussing Cher previously? My manager always oh, here, knows, like, oh, here's, Cher's, here's Cher's Twitter. All right, let's go, read her. go, like. Okay. Am I blocking? I'm thinking late night. That, one's, that one's coherent. Hang on. Now, over. of course, it's yeah. like when you want to show someone something on your phone, it doesn't load. What are these? What does that say? Fee? Uh, Fee! Uh, but. BuzzFeed game. Marie, BuzzFeed game. I missed two. Oh, my God. Makeup hell. Thank God for Polly. She's organized. I want to run through the house screaming, eat my body weight and peeps. Okay, that one's okay. <gasps> Try to be conscientious. Have an obligation to crew. So an apology was easy, but dot, dot, dot. I went over 40 legit quotes of Trump. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scum's being too kind. Kiss. Oh, it sounds like a Japanese fuck? tourist. <laughs> Hashtag crazy. Oh, my God. Wow, it just doesn't stop. And then this gets bigger somehow. Why yeah. is that one bigger? Just, just my... That's before Trump. Is yeah. she still... Read this one. Some Africans are lazy fools, only good at eating, lovemaking, and stealing. Donald Trump. Okay, but that's a quote. That's not. That oh. was insane. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, like, wow, yeah. Sherry, you're like, kind of racist. Taking a stance. Jesus Christ. Taking a stance. You Jesus. believe in love after love. This is, a grown, this is a grown woman. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's no apostrophe. Yeah. Oh, there shouldn't be one. Sorry. But there shouldn't dude, be one. See, that's what I'm talking about, though. Look at Easter is on its way. <laughs> well, she for sure talks like that, by the way. Uh, but Easter's on its way with a picture and 1,500 favorites. That's the power of Twitter. Like, I have 30,000. That's a decent amount, but it's not what she has millions. People, like, she can, like, Katy Perry Anything. has, like, 6 million. Yeah, I follow Katy Perry on Twitter. Let's fucking change the subject. But so, <laughs> she has, like, six, 60, maybe 60 million. She can tweet, like, hey. Yes. And then she gets, like, 15,000 retweets. I 30,000 people don't care what I say. I could tweet like, Nothing. hey, chilling with Jesus Christ at IHOP. You know, he just told me where the Malaysian plane's at. And I'd lose followers because right. I got, nobody cares. He's a conspiracy cares. theorist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I th- and that's also a problem with Hollywood is we perpe- – and I, I like Katy Perry, so her aside. Love her. We perpetuate – all right. I heard she's into you. Shut the fuck up. I know someone up. who knows her. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? It was just a bit, but you got oh, so annoyed. Oh, Eliza, you don't even know what you did. Oh, oh. 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 Oh, By no. the way, you won't see a more genuine, sincere face in the next five years than what I just made. Moment. The, the, it was like you told me my yeah. parents were getting back together and then said, psych, all right, well, ease up. It's not happening. But oh, Eliza, yeah, you but, know how much he loves Katy Perry. I do now. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, my, my point was taking it away from how bad I feel right now. <laughs> We just sort of perpetuate mediocrity, and once you're given a platform, once you do anything, like there are people that like did a thing in the '90s, and yeah, then they yeah. get like endorsed, like in Chumbawamba. Hollywood? Yeah, do they have a deal now? What's like mean, a deal? No. Yeah, they, point- they, they they have a deal now with uh, Weebles because they get knocked down, but they get up again. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! Wow, that deserves a lot more than so what just bad. happened. That deserves some sort of a Thank standing you. O carrying you, you out on a giant. All you have to do in Hollywood. <laughs> here's the secret to success. Yeah. Just do one thing. Just do one big thing, and like, you can coast off of that. Scott Bayo was on a show, yeah. and then 80 years later, got a reality <laughs> show. And then 20 and more years a- after that. He was trending on Twitter two days ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because he said something because about, about Trump. Because yeah. he likes him. Uh, Kimmy Gibbler from Fuller House. Girl checked out of the industry. Jody Sweden went and got like a drug addiction. Yeah. Lovely girl. And then some executive called her like, look, we're done doing original shit. You guys want to come back? Kimmy Gibbler was like, drop the fucking like, <laughs> fork in her kitchen. <laughs> trying to say whisk. And she was like, I'll be on set. And we're sitting here clawing our way up to a career. Yeah. And like, hey, you haven't taken a shit on camera in 15 years. Why don't you come on back? <laughs> We're driving to Santa Monica for auditions. You just got to do one thing. You got to do one thing. I mean, yeah, but how – now how impactful does that one thing have to be? So impactful. Right. Yeah. So big. Like George Foreman boxed but then made a cool grill. Made a super cool grill. It has to be big and it has to be relevant enough. Okay. Most of you only know him because of that. <laughs> That's true. To- there are a lot of kids who only know George – yeah. the grill guy? Because you know what happened? What a bummer. <laughs> He boxed. No, what? He boxed. Because then there are people boxed like. Boxed up grills? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. There this are people show. who didn't do enough yeah. and like mm-hmm. almost got there, like Tila Tequila. She was Close. like kind of, and then she got like a show, but it was like. She who? needed one more thing. Yeah, yeah, and then she got fucking weird, and now she's like garbage trash for the Juggalos. Like, well, Dude, okay, she's coming up on our next podcast, have... so let's ease up on that. I will fight her. <laughs> you want to have a good, like. A, a good Twitter timeline. She's the one. She she's one of those flat Earth people. Oh, Josh. Oh. Josh, you mind pulling that up real quick? Yeah, maybe she, we can get one tweet out of this. Yeah, she has got. She's got like she's flat a Ben Carson Earth follower. What am I looking up? Tia uh, tequilas. No, no, maybe don't. Maybe don't add to it. Yeah, maybe not. It's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but and the weird part is she tweets stuff like, "I was up in the airplane and you didn't see any curvature of the Earth. Obviously, it's flat." People retweet it. And people are she like, well, than we do. I mean, Jesus. you suck the football player's dick, so of course you know shit. <laughs> so there you have it. I mean, I'm just saying, sometimes I won't click on someone if I think they're garbage. And I can I can hold in the curiosity. I'll be like, I'll just figure it out another way because I won't give them. I won't give them the satisfaction of engaging with right. their media. What I love about your social media presence – uh, is that first of all you have amazing diatribes on when you get discussed with airline um, <laughs> yeah those of you who are laughing have read her uh, journals online about airlines which always to me very um, uh, justified but sometimes I feel like you just didn't sleep enough it's both yeah I couldn't sleep because the airline was doing a bad job <laughs> yeah and you always make a point to tweet at the airline which I think is um Smart, yeah, for sure. That's I don't know how how much you think though when you are wronged. Do they actually take into consideration your tweet? Because I feel like it's always I see comedians do it a lot where they're like, "Hey, American Airlines, fuck you," yeah. and I'm like, "All right, there Got might have been a better way to word that to get some feedback." But and I don't know what they're expecting. Like for, like for the president to call them like, "You said fuck you. Here's your private plane." Yeah. Like like that's yeah. not gonna happen. Sorry, wasn't an extra diet sprite, but I feel like. <laughs> But I feel like what airline ever reads those? And because I see a lot of comedians, they write like, back. Do, yeah, they, uh, write back. they do write back. And they do uh, one time because sometimes I'll proactively get upset because I know it's like shit's gonna go bad. Like I've flown enough to know that if I don't start saying this now, then I won't get the my flight on the next day. So sometimes it's a li- I get ahead of it. And one time I wrote something, and I guess the person doing their DM was like a younger person because he wrote back. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. But then the other day. <laughs> I was sitting in first class and my friend was sitting coach and I I'm wanted to sit with my friend. Yeah. Uh, it's not a brag. I sit in first class all the time. First class, like, yeah. No. But I did, you get, to... did you get judged real quick? By who? By the people who walk. Because what I think is fun sometimes about sitting in first class, uh, and it doesn't happen a lot, but the judgment, and I've done this too, the judgment that you make, because uh, you're obviously on the plane first and people walk through, and sometimes yeah. there's a traffic jam and they're standing over you I as have, you're laying yeah. your hot towel on your face. 
and I had a woman on a flight recently walk by, and I literally was removing the towel. By the way, I didn't want the towel. Like it you was there. It was there. I took it was there, but also well, I, I had yeah, no need it. to like put it on. It was almost too hot, you know. So I, you know, I filled out a comment card. But um, so I, I'm removing the, the hot That's towel really from my promise. face, and there was a woman just staring over me, and she goes, "Must be nice." <gasps> moving like her timing was brilliant it was like must be nice and she fucking disappeared here's what you say next time you'd be like listen to me you fucking proletariat piece of garbage I told you not to make eye contact with me (laughs) when we were in the waiting area Uh, see I'm almost jealous because that never happens to me when I'm in first class because everyone just assumes I'm a -a make-a-wish kid Like no one's gonna be like, how are you not like what? what you have you to wave to at them. Here? Quick, give them more hot towels. People, but everybody doesn't had have much time. An exp- oh no! Oh, everybody. My point was, I wanted to sit in coach. It was a short flight, yeah. And I wanted to sit in coach with my friend, mm-hmm. and so, and I wasn't trying to be a hero, and I hated that. There are some things, especially as comics, like we do have good hearts, and we have to be mean to people sometimes. But like, I went over to the gate agent sometimes. Yeah. Over the gate agent, and I was like. I'm going to sit with my friend and coach and there was a veteran and I was just like, like I could tell and I was like, can I give him my seat awesome. at first? Just figure and it was sweet move, just whatever and the guy wouldn't, he was just like, no, sorry and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to and he was like, no, I've got a list of upgrades. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I don't know anybody, it's a one hour flight, like I don't know anybody that would be like, thanks for almost dying, I need my beverage and so, <laughs> so and I'm standing there talking to him and the pilot is standing behind him and he looks at me, he goes, just wait till you get on the like, because this guy was awesome. being a dick. Yeah. So I get on the plane, and I'm sitting there. I've got my dog, which makes me already look like a handful. Like, oh, this uppity girl. Whatever. She's stunning. So I'm sitting there. <laughs> she is. If you haven't seen Blanche. She's in the back. Just uh, Google Eliza. Just go- <laughs> <laughs> No. That's a good thing. Your that's dog's a thing. gorgeous. That's a good thing. So I, so the, we were sitting on the plane, and my friend texts me. He goes, we have the whole row. Come back. So I go to the back. Yeah. And on the way back, I tap the veteran, and I go, hey, why don't you take my seat? And he was like, Amazing. oh, okay. He's always upset to there. The gate agent, American Airlines, comes on the plane to check on this. Finds the guy, tells him he has to go back to his seat. The veteran now is like, hands up, like he's a fucking prisoner of war. He's like, I don't know, she just told me. And then they come back, they're like, you can't do that. And I was like, what do you care where I, it's my seat. Yeah. And I went on a Twitter rant. I was like, I'm not trying to look like a hero. I was just trying to do something nice. And you, you embarrass both of us. And, yeah. and they wrote me an apology. And who's gonna be the dick then that then stands up and goes, "Actually, it's my seat." Like, like, right. like, like who's gonna be that guy? Right. Yeah, he accepted. Like, takes the I have the apology in my DM. They didn't make it public, and they were like, "We're gonna look into that." But who's the fucking piece of shit gate agent that's like, "I'm really gonna live by the letter of the law." Sorry, veteran. Yeah, you. Yeah. you didn't go in there and say, "Hey, it's always been my dream to fly a plane," and then take. <laughs> Take an Instagram Did photo my of my dog in the controls. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not what you said. Listen, I got a box cutter. I just yeah. want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah you walk in like, can I give a veteran a first class seat? Like, yeah. that's all you did. I don't understand that at all. Uh, well, that was a sweet move. And and you. and you are a very kind person. I've known you uh, a long time, and you're very very sweet. And yeah. I feel like the amount of, um, which brings me to my next topic, the amount of. Um, uh, somewhat abusive uh, uh, male uh, texts, Facebook messages, Instagram. <laughs> you you went on a nice little uh, last few days of posting some of the messages that, hey, uh, single or in a relationship dudes uh, who are a fan of you want to send you and let you know, I guess, that they're fans of you by being like, uh, well, an example. One of them was a picture of a guy, I think, who had seen your special. And he said, and the picture was of him laying down and he had a hard dick. Rock hard uh, dick. Through some shorts. Can we pull it up? 
<laughs> on my Instagram? All right. Well, I don't know how necessary that is. Oh, I think is me saying hard dick is probably enough. Oh, well, boy. You know what? Might as well pull it up. Josh, you want to pull up that dick? Which is... <laughs> Which is the is first time I've ever... said that out loud. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I, I went with you to Mexico. You've said that sentence before. Josh, pull up that dick. It sounds like a game show phrase. Josh, pull up that, that dick. dick. Wait, wait, let's try it. Let's get the whole audience ready. Right? We're on that show. Funny. Ready? Hey, Josh. Pull up that dick. Wow, we'll be right back. Oh, my God. We'll be right, we'll be right back. back. You have to cut to commercial because then the audience is like, where's the dick? <laughs> They scream for it. Oh, we gotta wait 15 seconds. We got a cock hungry audience here, Adam. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where. Well, just it, Elijah's Facebook page if you can pull it up. It, it was, I guess it was on right? my Facebook. Yeah, I was. It was like 2 a.m. and I was like not ready to go to bed, so I decided to wage war against some of my crazy mail. But I mean, these messages. I mean, they're happening how consistently, and the more and more you're becoming in the public eye, and, and your stuff is being recognized, and, and yes, but even somebody who isn't in the public eye, for sure. Like I don't know. Maybe you're very famous. Are you? What do you do? Oh, Sound. are you? Am I, am I a piece of shit now? Here, what, do you, what do you do? This one. You're difficult. What's okay. Hell yeah. Did you get messages from dudes that are very pervy? Uh, no. Okay. No. Well, that was all not right, very you're sisterly. You're not on Facebook. Okay, I guess my sure. point was all women get yes. that shit, like even before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so she was on my side. Yeah. yeah, whole time. So how? So when you get that, because you you posted the picture of, of the of the guy, and, and he, I think the caption was like, "Just saw your new special or something," and Look, then it, it was, was like, "Like check out my rock hard rocket." I don't know what he said. <laughs> wow, rocket. Yeah, that's sick. And rock hard today, rocket. I posted like a, ride a bunch of them because he pro- it was like, and I even acknowledged in the Instagram. I said I acknowledge, but nobody reads what women write. I was like, I acknowledge that. I choose to live my life publicly and I post sexy pictures. But the fact that you're sending this, I posted something publicly and you are sending me privately like an outline of your dick. P.S. This is beautiful. Your dick, if I'm not in love with you, not beautiful. Empirically. Like nobody doesn't think that. (laughs) And then I just went on a rampage. Yeah, well, because I just love that. In his mind, like we go to like best case scenarios, yeah. like in, in his mind, he sends this picture to you. You go, oh, that's what I've been needing in my that's life. What it is. Dick. And I, then you hit him back. I almost wrote back, this won't be the story of how mommy and daddy met. <laughs> but then that would give him, because I imagine the scenario, he'll be like, I'm not trying to marry you, you fucking desperate bitch. Like it would just be something horrible. Uh, it's, right. a, it's lower. There was another. It's there. Oh, it's there it is. dark figure. What? Jesus. Okay, now that I'm looking at it, that's a pretty impressive dick. No way. It looks like he shit his pants if you crop out this for frame of reference. <laughs> oh, there it is. I saw your nude pic for the first time and saw – and this was the effect it, it has on me. First of all, duh. Second of all, gross. <laughs> um, there was another one that you posted where a guy said um, – uh, it was, I think, in an Instagram. It was three things. There was a three-part to this message. Well, there are, was that one? Was the, the one where he just – said, I jerk off to you a lot. Then it said, uh, oh. LOL. And then it said, P.S. My wife loves you too. Yeah. <laughs> So, that, so, which means his statement about jerking off to you was like yeah. he was trying to be sweet. Like, he wanted to say, I love your comedy, but instead he was like, I jerk off I jerk, to your that's face. That's what came out. Yeah. Right. Can I show you my favorite one if sure. we're looking at these? Please. I just, uh, that one, I just want that guy to die. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's been tossed between these two, but I like, I think this one's pretty funny. So, I posted okay. a picture of myself working out as I do, and I made a Beatles reference sitting on a balance trainer waiting for the Eggman, uh, waiting for the bus to come. Sorry. Yeah. So, then to that, naturally, so. Do you want to read that, or should I read that? Uh, okay, hold on. Your right. your response or what? My response. This, 
This one I was... Oh, God, now I'm reading I'll read it. I'll read it. This is a nightmare again. You want me to do it? Yeah, go for it. This one... I, okay, and so he sends me uh, a character uh, made into a dick form. So it's an eight with a bunch of equals and a dick. My friend Elliot pointed out he should have used a B instead of an eight. Good looking out, Elliot. <laughs> and then a woman getting a massage. So yep. I said, this one I was clearly asking for it by referencing the Beatles and showing my legs. This specimen of male uh, ingenuity was able to create in what would have probably taken an average person days to figure out a penis from keyboard characters he then let me know the next thing on his mind was someone anyone getting a massage <laughs> the best way to let a girl know you like her is to google a stock image of a woman getting her neck rubbed like what am i supposed to take from that this is my life i mean um are dick pics ever appropriate yeah if i ask for it okay and even then it's like oh. <laughs> see i i um so that's kind of like the finger in the butt situation where you're like yes do it and then it happens you're like i didn't want that to happen yeah, Brad, Brad, have you sent a dick pic? Uh, yeah, I've sent a dick pic before. I Cause, have, well, because there's like a curiosity because people are like, "Well, you are a little guy. What what are you packing?" That's literally what everyone in here is thinking. Yeah, <laughs> like since the second you started talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> mostly the males, just because they want to know that they have a bigger dick than a dwarf. Now I know that dwarves have yeah regular sized head and hands, right? Yes. Yes. So uh, is my girlfriend in the room? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> she sounds happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's right I'm just gonna stand here with my legs open for the rest of the podcast Jesus let's let this shit happen okay. uh, yeah I I, um, <laughs> I can't see you sending it you're I so haven't. nice thank you um, in a good way like not like you're not creepy you're not like suave and gross I can't yeah. you're not well, that suave, doesn't mean I won't not... choke somebody if they ask for yeah. it for sure I've seen um, you on set I've seen joking you. Jesus Christ um I have, I have, I almost sent one one time, and then I was, and then I was like, "What do you do? Like, what?" It, I, I was spending too long doing it, and then I was like, I started laughing, and I was like, "Well, you can't do that." Um, but then I'm a people pleaser, so I was like, "Well, she wants a dick pic," so I sent her a picture of a guy in a Hummer parking in a handicap spot, and I thought that was, I thought that was still like gonna get them. At least she's happy now, you know. Yeah. Just get a little dick, um, but, and also. All right, so that's the name of the episode. What? She asked for a dick pic. I sent her of a guy in a Hummer parking in a handicap yeah. spot. Um, have uh, have people hit you up uh, from your past? We were talking about that earlier. From uh, the show being out, and um, it's funny you say that. Yeah. Uh, living with me currently in my basement because he just moved to LA is Ooh. a childhood friend of mine. Ooh, and the, and so he while well, he's he's getting a writing gig, and sitting next to him is another childhood friend of mine who we're going out to dinner Amazing. to have a, a fun private school night where we make fun of everyone and sit in a corner by ourselves. Uh, <laughs> but like from their past, like in like a like a sexual way, or just like or just a, reaching just reaching out from the yeah I mean, like parts of my family, and I'm like I don't know you. Oh, you really? For money? Yeah. No, just no? really wanted to talk and touch base. <laughs> Uh, Who haven't touched base previously? I've yeah. never touched base. No bases. Yeah, here's one uh, I've gotten within the last week. My uh, parents actually set me up on a quote unquote play date with some guy's son who wants to be a comedian. Oh, and so, you gotta give advice. Yeah, and my advice is like, just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not gonna go well for you. <laughs> people ask that. They ask for advice, and what I feel they're really asking is like, hey, can you just give me the answer? Right. And I'm like, if you need advice, you should just be doing it. You shouldn't yeah. be asking. You should just be doing it, and you'll. There's no right or wrong way. Yeah, right. I guess there's a wrong way, but there's definitely no right way. Yeah, it's like yeah. How do you do stand up comedy? You just do stand up comedy. You stand up find an comedy. open mic. There's not a line I could give you that's like, oh, that's gonna be the funniest joke ever. Yeah, go so, to comedy.com. <laughs> download the app. <laughs> 
in addition to uh, the show, um, which was a blast, by the way. Separation right? anxiety Come for on. the win. That was the most fun ever. <clears throat> she championed for me to uh, you know, audition for that, and that was Adam's was audition, really... he bl- I mean, I feel bad because my friends auditioned for it, but he blew everyone out of the water. It wasn't a question. Well, I wore this tank top. <laughs> we didn't hold it against you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was so fun. Um, and, uh, what, and now you're getting ready to shoot your third special. Shoot my third special. That is incredible to me. Thank Guys, give it up. Uh, a third Netflix special. What the fuck? It's okay. Because you're, uh, you're turning over material at like an incredible rate. Uh, yeah, well, I don't have a family. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I go on the road a lot. I make the specials. Do you, uh, you're on the road a lot. Do you, do you enjoy it? I actually do, and I've been on the road a lot. You know, you know what it's like to get ready for that special, yeah. it's batting practice, yep. whatever. Uh, but I genuinely enjoy interacting with fans. I was gonna say, in the last year, I'd say like it seems like you have accumulated a, a fan. Like you are now really developing like a strong fan base to where like they're showing up in all of your shirts and like taking pictures and quoting you and like a lot to where. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I I will say this because I'm not that famous. Uh, but it's incredibly – and I'm not a very grateful person. I've got a pretty huge ego and I'm kind of jerky sometimes. Uh, but when it comes to the fans, I'm so humbled and in awe of how much my comedy means to them but what they show me back. This isn't like they're coming to a show and just being like, oh, nice dick jokes later. Like the response, especially from women – and men have been my fans longer than women because women only started consuming stand-up on their own within the last like five years. Yeah. So just that – that positive response and the fact that they come out and they drive and everyone has fans that drive far and that care, but to consistently be reminded that it means something to someone and it's not just serving yourself. It's, it's really gratifying. Uh, In the audience right now is uh, a couple that I actually married. uh, And today is their five year anniversary. So yeah, five years ago today, I married them in the penalty box of a Los Angeles Kings game. That is a Take true that, share. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eliza, so your the specials that uh, you're doing at the Vic Theater in Chicago. Doing the Vic Theater in Chicago. April 23rd? April 23rd. Okay. I have to start losing weight now. Oh, stop that. <laughs> um, right now. And all your tour dates are on your website. Go to Eliza.com. You can check out my Twitter. Don't send me a dick pic because I'll know you're not being authentic now. <laughs> So uh, everyone send her a dick pic. That's what we're trying to say. Send me a dick pic. And our show, Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Across the board, 10 p.m. You don't have to do the math. It's not hey. like different. Yeah. I like it. Am I am I stupid? <laughs> no. Okay. That was great. Guys, Eliza Schlesinger, thank you so much for coming by. Check her out live. She's one of the best. Yeah. And they're playing Miley Cyrus. All right. Uh, well, uh, one more round of applause for Eliza. Guys, Eliza Schlesinger. Come on, huh? Bringing it hard always. Now, uh, we just move right on to our next guest. Uh, our next guest... You've seen him in a ton of films, Half-Baked, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, he did one of the most inventive stand-up specials I've ever seen, where he did it with no audience in the middle of a desert. <laughs> that is true, and it yeah, was Force awesome. of Nature, you can uh, find it online. And, uh, and we just did his podcast, The Harlan Highway, which is uh, on iTunes. You can check it out. It's amazing. Guys, you ready for your next guest on the About Last Night Live yeah. podcast? Keep it going for the one and only Harlan Williams! Yeah! Judgment comes from you. 
let the music play. Hey, gang, how are you? How about a hand for Eliza? Wasn't she nice? Well, okay, thanks for not supporting me. Okay, well. Uh, whoa, look at this, gang. Right out of the gate, I do, uh, I'm a prop comic. Uh... Anybody here into starfish at all? Do you like starfish? <laughs> I always uh, always wonder if I was a starfish, um, you know, what would it be like if you're laying in the ocean in about four feet of water and it's night, right? It's a nice, clear, beautiful night and you're underwater and you look up into the starlit sky you see the twinkling stars and you're laying there as a starfish and you just go, how the fuck did they get up there? <laughs> just like, Larry? guy laughing over there sounds like, you know, when a fridge starts going out and one of the hoses are... Um, I'm a little saddened because I think as we all grew up, we, uh, we all loved cartoons, huh? Did you love cartoons, guy? Who is your favorite cartoon character? You have no idea, so I was probably the wrong wrong person to go to. Uh, we all loved, you know, we had we had uh, Mickey Mouse and uh, Wiley Coyote and uh, Scooby Doo, and they were great characters. And then today, you turn on the TV, and you got like the Mucinex Snot Goblin. <laughs> right, kids, kids are growing up on a, a character really composed of mucus talking mucus who wanders around in movie theaters and has teeth. It's, it's, it's really just a snot goblin, gang. Uh, you've got the cartoon characters. They're, they're this new uh, enjoyable treat for kids, the uh, foot fungus guy with the foot football helmet on his head. He's a, like a rotten toenail, but yet he's just a lovable little cartoon guy. Uh, there's this new one. I don't know if you've seen it. it it's it's literally a claymation of a, a, a an intestine. Have you seen it? And it's running around at a football game, and they're talking about it, how it, you know if you have aggressive diarrhea. It's like the, the aggressive diarrhea, lovable little jinxins. There's there's one now where there's a spleen. People. People are walking around holding hands. If you go to the bathroom too much, do you have to tinkle in the middle of that? And some guy's holding hands with his spleen with adorable little Bambi eyes. Okay, let's uh, shift gears. Uh I don't want to get rude. This is more a biological commentary. It's, I, I don't want women to be offended, but this is more biological, and it has to do with, uh, you know, the human physique. It has to do with the uh, process of, of uh, you know, maturing men and women coming into manhood and womanhood. But 
Wouldn't life have been a whole lot easier for adolescent boys? And again, women, don't get offended. This is just, I'm thinking out loud here. Wouldn't it have been better for adolescent boys going through puberty and they had to go through that awkward stage where they had to get to first, second, and third base with a woman? Wouldn't it have all been so much easier if a a woman's pussy lips were on her mouth? Like, imagine first base. I mean, if you got to kiss a girl, you're, you're instantly eating her out. If you get a blowjob, if you're that lucky, it's not third base. You fucked her. You went all the way home. And just imagine, like, if you're a little bit offended and you're saying, that's, that's, that's an abomination, just think of the wonderful, incredible bird calls you could make. Just almost you wouldn't be able to uh, differentiate between a a wild uh, red-crested warbler and the maple forests of Vermont or some woman's labias (laughs) flapping up and down. And again, ladies, I don't want you to be offended by any of this. Well, there goes one. Are you going to the bathroom, ma'am? Are you going for a tinkle? Because if you start taking a tinkle and we hear a red-crested woodpecker... Uh, let's switch gears. That, that, was, that was rough, eh, hey, buddy? I didn't realize you had a, such a sensitive audience. Any, any uh, Walking Dead fans here? Yeah, do you like... Do you like The Walking Dead? Do I have time for one more bit, Adam? I'll do The Walking Dead bit, and then we'll, uh, you know, that'll, I'll give it up. This is just a quick uh, half-hour thing I do. <laughs> um, the Walking Dead, it, 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 we're fascinated by it because it's such a bleak world. It's such a, it's like such a tortured, dirty, you know, lonely world. And, and you got to think, as human beings, there's always a silver lining. There's always a, we, as humans, we always seem to find the little bright spot in everything. And you got to figure where all these zombies are walking around with their dry skin and their halitosis and their gingivitis leaking all over the place. Just zombie, dead meat walking around. You got to figure there's got to be one person out of the whole group that lived through it all that that's happy there's got to be one guy it's got to be one guy like a necrophiliac <laughs> like some guy named larry just up in a bedroom window just wringing his hands just licking his lips oh fuck look at that look what's walking down the street it's like fucking golden corral buffet walking down my street can't wait to get my Look at the lips on that chick's face. (laughs) But it's a weird world because, you know, it it happened relatively quickly. If you follow the show, like, everyone got this weird virus and just dropped. Like, people almost dropped on the spot, guy. Um, You know, people just went down. It went down. And, you know, pretty quickly, within, like, 24 hours, everyone dropped. And, And it makes me wonder when I watched the show, like, the day the zombie virus hit, I'm just asking, 
Was it Brown Pants Day in America? Was it Gap Shirt Day in America? I mean, where's the guy, where's the zombie wandering around in the C-3PO pajamas, right? Where, where's the dude with the uh, boxer shorts with a whopper on the front that says Home of the Whopper, right? Where's the, well, there he goes again. Where's the, where's the chick, the zombie chick in the Victoria's Secret, uh, you know, thong and uh, pink neon top? See what happens when Adam Ray walks through my material? Uh, what do you think, Brad? What do you want to do? Do you want me to keep going or you want to kick it over? Whatever you want. Let's okay. Do yeah. Did you say I'm done, ma'am? <laughs> no, I think I'm going to do a bit more. Yeah, that lady pissed me off. I'm going to do... I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go deep, deep, deep. Um... There you go, you cute little thing, you. What's your name, love? Nicole. Nicole, you're very beautiful. Thanks. Do you model? No. Actress? Yes. What, do you, what have you been in? You really want to know? Not really. i got to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the election real quick, and then we'll, we'll bail out of this. Because uh, this is, it's, I was talking about cartoon characters earlier, Guy, and... Uh, I feel like the election is, is just a bunch of cartoon characters, right? It, it's just like the, the selection of nutty people. It's like Hanna-Barbera is running the general election. I mean, you got Bernie Saunders walking around with, he's got like that Dairy Queen blizzard hair. And he's just, I don't know, he's, he's just that hair. I don't know how you get hair like that. He's, it's almost like, uh, my name is Bernie Saunders. I installed 12 ceiling fans in my house. I turn them on full blast and I do not know how to turn them off. I mean, my God. I mean, can you imagine? Doesn't Bernie remind you of the old, like, senior citizen that wanders around your neighborhood in his underpants just mumbling? Like every neighbor does that one weird, and his tidy whiteies just wandering around in his brown loafers, and just imagine mumbling. That guy is our president. ISIS is coming over the hill, and he's like, "Ah, uh, welcome to the United States of America. Ah, uh, my name is Bernie Sanders. The world is made of cauliflower. My wife is a walrus." Uh, sea urchin tits, cucumber clits, and most importantly of all, uh, welcome to Applebee's. And then we've got, God, I mean, I don't know if anyone here is voting for uh, Cankles Clinton. Anybody going for, is anybody up, is anybody doing the Cankles? I mean, I, I hope you know she's got cankles, gang. She's got giant... That's why she wears the uh, Olive Garden hostess pantsuit every day. She's got these giant... Can- I don't know. If, do you know what cankles are, guy? They're like ankles that don't taper. It'd be like a canoe that was just a rectangle. Like, there's no... 
the, the ankles don't, t- she just got these giant, like, shouldn't she really, instead of running for election, shouldn't she be stomping around on a riverbed in Colorado, crushing dinosaur footprints into the clay? Shouldn't you be in Napa Valley crushing grapes, making Killary Clinton Cankle Pinot Noir? Delicious blend of crushed grapes and toenail fungus. I mean, you know, I'd love to cut them off is what I'd like to do. And I'd be helping or just cut them up, put them in my front hallway and put umbrellas in them, you know? And then, of course, we got to talk about Donald Trump. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, why is he doing so well? Why do, why do people love him so much? I'm not saying everyone here loves him. Uh, okay, if you're going to whisper, I don't like secrets. Okay, well, so I'm just telling secrets during my uh, Donald Trump routine. Uh, but I think I figured out why we love him, and it's, it's pretty obvious. And uh, I think, you know, what person in this room wouldn't love a man with candy floss for hair? <laughs> if he were to dye his hair pink or blueberry blue, I think he'd just fucking do even better. I think he'd be president already. And you gotta wonder, do, do, the, do, the, do the drapes match the carpet? Like, does Donald have a little convertible candy floss flap over his billionaire beanbag down there. All right, I think I've exhausted this crowd. Let's, let's, uh... Harlan really Williams, everyone. Wore them out. Thank you very much. Asking feel- the questions that need to be asked, like what does Donald Trump's pubic hair look like? Yeah, I feel like I wore them out a little, but... No way, it was great. <laughs> Absolutely Sorry, not. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, me, uh, me personally, I, it's weird because I feel like I have to vote for Donald Trump. I don't want to. But oh. I, I, I feel like I have to because he just looks like a giant Oompa Loompa. So yeah. when I yeah. walk into the voting booth. You recognize booth, that face. Yeah. When I walk into the voting booth, everyone's going to look at me like, well, he's going to vote for his king. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. You know. So that yeah. I mean, I feel like I have to. I I, I don't think I'm going to, but I you, think you will. I think you will. <laughs> it's so funny when you were saying those things about Bernie and <laughs> cucumber glitz and sea urchin tits. Part of me like like was watching. I was like, I wonder how much more appealing you would be if he actually did just include that in the speech. Yeah. I think I think he has. That that was a direct quote. <laughs> oh, that was a quote. Yeah, that was from one. Oh wow, that was yeah. ripped from the headlines. We didn't even know that. Real speech. Yeah, yeah, I don't more make debates. stuff up. Okay. <laughs> really? How's that mic stand? It's a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, you're having problems with the mic earlier. Okay, it's okay. Hara was uh, complimenting your beard uh, earlier oh, tonight. Thanks, I've known man. you for a while, and and you're clean shaven over some stubble, but I haven't. Um, the hair and the beard is it's you're killing it right now. How good does this motherfucker look right now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look very, I mean, like, like, like you look very Canadian. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I look like uh, <laughs> if Wolverine saw a ghost. <laughs> Is you, that a pickup line? <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, he, well, here's the thing. Adam played Wolverine at. Universal Studios. Right. So this sure. is like Wolverine the later years. Yeah. So we have 
Kind of yeah. like a before and after scene. I'll take it. Yeah, it's before and now you know what you're going to look like. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> you will take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, so then, well, well, then we're tackling. And then the gene that causes dwarfism is a mutation. So we're all X-Men, really. True, true yeah. that, true yeah. that. Have you have you done like the uh, ancestry.com thing and like tracked it down? I'm 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 scared <laughs> that if I go to ancestry.com, it's just going to have the Munchkin King like right there. And like I'm going to type my picture and it's just going to be like, "Oh, we found a picture of your great-great-grandfather." <laughs> like that. But would you be upset if me. you saw that? You know what? It would make a lot more sense. <laughs> Yeah, but how pissed would you be if you found out you were the kid of one of the Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> like the whole team, not yeah. just one of them. This is what happens when a woman gets a train run on her from the Harlem Globetrotters. This is what this is. Wow, my mother may listen to this. Okay, that's not. I'm that's glad you didn't do it good. though, because it's scary. I went. I went on the Ancestry.com. Did you really? Oh, you go wow. deep. You find out. Yeah. And it's it's fascinating, you know. It's it, it's like you you find out things you didn't know, and I guess that's the whole purpose. But I, if you don't mind me sharing, like please, not at all. Uh, right out of the gate, blew my mind. Uh, turns out my grandmother uh, is is my dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, there there's a guy from Alabama going. I don't even know how that shit works. No. And I did the uh, I did the DNA thing. You can yeah, send your yeah. DNA, and yeah. they can track you. Right uh, on my mother's side, uh, golden retriever, <laughs> and on my dad's side, uh, mint chocolate chip. Unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's not really a good thing to send in your DNA. Turns out, I'm, I found out I'm the Zodiac killer, and <laughs> no, I also assassinated JFK. I had no idea. Wow. So we finally uh, solved the yeah, mystery. Yeah, so just, you know, be careful what you <laughs> okay. ask for. Be yeah. careful when you're online. That's yeah. the message. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 do you have crazy uh, Do you have crazy ancestors in your past? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Fucking, Who's, fucking A, Bubba. <laughs> Who's the silliest of the Williams family? Are you the funniest? Probably Uncle Barbecue. We have a... <laughs> No, we have a guy we call Uncle Barbecue because this guy's just slap ass silly. He uh, he he likes he, he loves ribs, barbecue ribs. This nutbag, uh, and he just he slaps uh, barbecue sauce on everything. Like uh, you know, if you leave the, if you leave him in the house, you'll come back the couch. You'll have barbecue <laughs> sauce on it. One time, uh, my mother woke up half her face was covered in barbecue sauce. Uh, our fucking dog barbecue sauce. My my dad had a, a '72 Corvette that he actually bought from Mark Hamill from the movie A Corvette Summer. Uh, he came out when it covered with a hickory smoked barbecue wow. sauce. Drink so, five for the first Corvette Summer reference on yeah, the About Last yeah. Night podcast. So yeah, barbecue Willie's probably he's <laughs> he's, he's the craziest. Funny you'd ask that. <laughs> Bar- uh, yeah, Barbecue Willie sounds like a rejected Disney character. <laughs> like pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that? Oh, okay. You, you looking at me like I should talk more? No, uh, speaking of Disney, you have a new animated show. Yeah, it's a, it's a ways off, man. It's, yeah. okay. it's like a year and a half away. But oh, well, what, uh, mark what, your calendars, people. Be, it's <laughs> called Puppy Dog Tales, but it's it's a way. It's a year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. Uh, what did you have a favorite cartoon growing up? I love Scooby Doo, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember this was pre the Mucinex snot goblin. Now, it, 
Now it's this guy. He's a lovable character. He doesn't get enough shout-outs. But I, lo- I just loved uh, Scooby because, you know, I, I, liked, I liked Shaggy. He just, like, you know, everything was like, well, everything was like there's a Chinese restaurant, Scoob. Like, he always Shaggy was impressed by everything. Yeah, it's like almost he, like he'd be... And he, he was always fucking clueless. Like, he'd, he'd look at his... Everything was a mystery. Like, he'd pull out his driver's license and go, like, if I'm on my driver's license, then who am I? <laughs> I, think, I, I would love to see Shaggy in like r- like living like right now. Like I feel like even the small like he'd be at line at Subway and be like, like if I get a six inch tuna and get the chips, it's still under ten bucks. Like, yeah, just, can you imagine Shaggy pulling up to a drive through? He'd never fucking leave. <laughs> like I'll have the quarter with cheese and the chicken and the fucking well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the mic got very confused. Mike doesn't like my comedy. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, Shaggy uh, Scooby Doo was a good one. Also, it's like you know that was. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first time like a group of gangbusters, uh, you know, welcomed in a, a canine to the crew. Yeah, yeah, chinless, chinless. He was, he was weird. He was like a chinless. Yeah, like, and he didn't. Great sp- Dane. And he didn't speak actual English, but like they all. Yeah, he was just like, uh oh. <laughs> I just took a shit on the floor. <laughs> that was a fun season. That was a fun season. Yeah, and 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 in what world does a chinless fucking Great Dane hunt for the deceased? <laughs> that's how that's how high Shaggy was. Yeah, really. Yeah. I think it was just that whole thing was through the prism of his fucking Brain. I mean, they should have ended the whole season on like Shaggy just waking up and like six bongs around him, yeah, and him just going like, "What just happened?" Yeah. <laughs> he dreamt a... the entire show. Yeah, he's he's on an episode of uh, what's that fucking uh, to show catch a predator? On no, yeah. not the, no, to catch a predator, but uh, what's the one uh, where they take rehabbed people? What is intervention? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, 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 cause Shaggy was like that. That show was truly revolutionary because Shaggy was a stoner, so that kind of gave uh, some kids a wit, uh, view into their future. And then uh, Velma was a lesbian, so was she confirmed. The, I mean, was yeah, she? I mean that. Some guy's like, oh yeah, dude, that that fucking beanie. No straight girls wearing that shit. wasn't even cold out. But if she was a lesbian, how come yeah. like they never had that scene where she was in the mystery van with like Daphne? Yeah, like because Daphne was hot, right? Was yeah. Daphne was like o- the... o- only in my mind did that scene happen a lot. Yeah, yeah, Daphne and Velma, but Velma looked like if Where's Waldo took a shit. <laughs> you know what? Here. The... I don't know if you guys have had this happen to you, but uh, when you're on a uh, porn website, so that's a lot of you, right? Right? Okay. One we're still laughing at Where's Waldo took a <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I don't know why we're moving on from that. Give like, us a minute. Uh, have you guys ever, ever been on a porn website, and then on the side they have ads for other porn websites, and then sometimes they'll be like a cartoon thing? And it'll have, like, the family guy fucking the family. One guy's like, yeah, yeah, like, that shit's annoying. Thank you. I'm not the only sick fuck in the room. Uh, but, like, what? that kind of ruins my boner. When I'm, I'm watching a scene that I like, and then I look over, and I see Smurfette getting gangbanged. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah. Like, that's not doing well for me. Like, no, who are these helping. people that like, are, are That's like, not on the list there. of things to help Brad get hard. That's yeah. not. Yeah. 
It's not. Like, I, I don't want to see Lois from Family Guy taking it from Brian the dog. That's not going to do a lot from a boner. Jesus. Dude, I saw, I saw like, there was, a, there was, like, a gay one where it was Mr. Smithers <laughs> yeah. doing that, that Christian guy from yeah. the Hey Diddly Do guy. <laughs> the Hey Diddly Do. He was like, Hey Diddly Do, neighbor. And Smithers like, Release the hound. <laughs> And then they, what was really bad, they, they didn't show her, but you could hear Maggie's, like, sucking noise in the background. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, she wasn't it's there. It's cartoons, people. Yeah, she wasn't it's there. It's not a real baby, okay? You know that. I'm always amazed that they have ads for other porn sites on a porn site. Yeah. Like, it only takes, I don't know about, your, like, your guys' time. I don't know how much you're spending on these sites. Like, I'm there for a good minute, 22 seconds max. Good for you. So, like, how, how, how many guys are watching their scene going, all right, this is good, but that's coming up later. <laughs> like, once you're done, you're done. Like, I, I don't get... <laughs> Who's sticking around to watch the rest of the show? Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, who, like, yeah I, I don't know why that's happening. Like, I, why, why do they do that? Or are you, like, bookmarking that for later? Like, yeah, I'm watching Interracial now, but then next week I'm going to watch Mighty Mouse <laughs> give it to Gargamel. Well, why, <laughs> awesome. well, why don't I would you watch do it that. like this? Like, in the old days, they used to show a cartoon before the, the real movie. Right. Yeah, so why yeah, don't yeah. you watch, like, Marge Simpson banging, like... <laughs> By the way, not Marge, March Simpson. March, is, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because it, it's March. Yeah. yeah, he's in honor of the NC two A tournament. That's what he's doing. You can watch Marge Simpson banging Fred Flintstone, <laughs> and then get to bust Grandma in the nut or whatever it is you like. I don't know. Senior porn. Wow. No, I don't know. Our, uh, we did a show on St. Patrick's Day together. Oh, shiver me timbers, everybody! <laughs> yeah, the I, most dangerous day to be a midget. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? I fucking hate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because I can't go outside. Why? All it's, right. Yeah, right, it's St. Right. Patrick's Day. B- b- people are drunk. I walk outside. They're like, that's who we got to catch. Uh, that's, it, not, that, that's not fun. Is there some me. old wives' tale where if you catch a leprechaun, you yeah, get, you get, you, you get his, cats or something? You get his gold. That's the thing. Everyone's just assuming I have gold. It's not that it, it sucks. It's like being at a mall during Christmas time. That's not good for me either. Yeah, but the commercial auditions are. Uh, Oh, I mean, sure. The, the, the commercial. Okay. Have you done a commercial audition this, for a Leprechaun? Okay, here here is the most of, offensive thing that has ever happened to me. Was I, I, I was doing a commercial. I was going on out on a commercial audition, and they gave you something called a breakdown. For those of you who are not actors, breakdowns are instructions what the actor is supposed to do to prepare for the role. On my breakdown for this commercial audition, it said, "Bring your own Leprechaun outfit from home." Sure, yeah. yeah. Which one did you take? Which one did you pick? Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, that's the thing. I got pissed. I mean, I do own a leprechaun outfit, but it's fun. <laughs> I do, like, you know, because you got to work in this town. But... Yeah. Hey. You know what sucks? I, got, I just thought of this because you were talking about being a midget, and as I was talking about the zombie thing, and it must be weird. <laughs> like, if the zombies came after you, you'd be like a TV time snap. <laughs> But you don't see One any chomp. other. Yeah, yeah, you don't see any of the zombie midgets. Yeah, there's I, no zombie midgets. I want to, and those are the most dangerous midgets because you're you're like looking out at a certain angle, yeah. and all of a sudden something's chomping down your kneecap. Wow. You're like, what the fu- zombie midget? Like that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a bad. What name. if you're like an Armenian zombie midget? <laughs> I, I would just think there was a gopher on my leg. Because <laughs> they're hairy. They're real hairy. So, like, it's a, 
So like it's a zombie, but it still smells like Dracar Noir. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever that nice. is. Whatever that is. That's a cologne, people. That's a cologne. Is that a cologne? Yeah. It is Glendale joke. Do you wear a cologne, Har? Not often, no. Yeah. No. For special occasions. Special occasions, I will, yeah. And what's your go-to fragrance? Do you mind? Sh- is that a personal, private piece of information? No, no. It's it's a it's a uh, dude I know uh, <laughs> gave me a bottle of something once. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I smelt it. I was like, dude, that smells really good. Yeah. And like... Like three weeks later, I saw the guy somewhere, and he handed me. He goes, "Here, I want you to have this. It's like really expensive from Paris." Cool. Yeah. Wow. So, do you remember what it's called? Eau de Paris or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, but, but it smells good. It smells really good. The like, thing is, like really we, good. we don't do any research really, well, when finished. you see the cologne stuff. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Say really good oh, four fun. times, four times, and then so, do you know the rule of comedy, man? Yeah. What? No, it's just re- really good. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm done. <laughs> He's done. Go ahead. What was so important? No, I, I was going to say, like, when you read the French uh, colognes and, 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 and perfumes, it could say anything, but it's just French, so we yeah. buy it. Like, it, it could be like, eau de fromage. And we're like, oh, eau de fromage, when in French that means, like, smells like cheese. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, fuck it, I'll buy it. Yeah, I should have let you do, you, do, do your joke, Harlan. That would have been better. No, I didn't have a joke. I just, I just wanted to say I really like it four times, and then you <laughs> stepped on the third one, and then. Would there ever be the, ever be a name of a cologne that would completely like turn you off from it? Like if it was like, what if it smelled really good, but it was called like, you know, oh, I don't know, yeah, like like Queefy uh, Baby or something. Oh, like oh, if that was. Oh, like, to, but, oh, but it smelled uh, great. Taylor Swift. For, uh, oh, to Grandma's yeah. bruised anus. <laughs> But if it smelled great, he asked. He asked. Yeah, I asked. Why does it have to be bruised? Uh, <laughs> we did the show on St. Patrick's Day, and you were yeah. very festive. You had a green, uh, oh yeah, yeah, glowing hat. Yeah. And uh, but I want to know what is what is your favorite holiday? Because you were very you you got on board with the uh, traditions of St. Patty's Day. But is there a holiday that you love more? I think than I'm that? a Christmas guy. I yeah. really love Christmas. You, you like Christmas? I like Christmas. We used to <laughs> no because we grew up kind of poor. Were you poor, ma'am? <laughs> I like how you just motioned to her like you were obviously poor. Well, I well look, look how she's dressed now. The, uh, <laughs> what I uh, no because when you're poor, I think you enjoy Christmas more because yeah. every everything has meaning and uh, but 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 it also affects the things you do on the holidays. Like my, I remember it was so charming for my parents, but we used to. You know that thing where you do the popcorn around the, the trees? You put the needle and the thread through the popcorn and mm-hmm. you put it around the trees. And my parents weren't the swiftest. They wouldn't pop the shit first. <laughs> you said kernels? Yeah, we just had kernels. And the number of needles I put through my fingers was like... Uh, See, I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful that I'm now dating a tall woman because when it comes to decorate the tree, if I had a dwarf girlfriend, it would just be like the bottom foot. Of the tree yeah, right. would be decorated, and then like the entire top half would still be going. Who decorated this thing? Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but in Hollywood, people would go, "Oh, that Thor Tustak." <laughs> Why did they think it was a who? thing? Who talks like that? <laughs> Thor Tustak. So, so all your Hollywood people have lisps. I guess. <laughs> Who's doing uh, a character, Brad? A lot, Don't be a dick a lot about of it. These, I don't mean to be like mean, but have you noticed a lot of commercials now on TV? They yeah. Get the, like it's really like mean. They, they, like you feel for the kids, but they get the kids with the cleft lips. And yeah. 
I saw a commercial the other day. There was a, I'm not even kidding. There was a commercial with a kid that, with no arms, and and they, they just he like jumped in a pool. Like it looked like I thought it looked like an otter or something. It was, <laughs> but it was for real. It was, have you seen this fucking thing? There's a kid with no arms, and I, I thought, is this a, a murder commercial? Like, what was it for? Like Gatorade or something? <laughs> Do you have the will to live? Yeah. Are you a champion? It was it was the equivalent of you ever been up late at night and these commercials comes on and there's like a dog in a cage with like, you know, craft cheese all over its fur and one fucking bug eye and its legs in a bear trap and yeah. there's a fucking giraffe eating its asshole like <laughs> It's, it's like these, it was the equivalent of these like horrible like dog commercials, yeah. and, and but they're finding like the most crippled up kids, and it was like it's very manipulative. Like, what was the, what was it ever? Oh, it was just, it was just donate donate, donate to, money to like, and we all want to help arms. crippled yeah. kids, but the, the like they had there was actually one where they had a burnt baby, like it just been in a fire or something. And they're just, just like, t- videotaping this they baby. Just, uh, they, they were holding them up. I'm like Jesus Christ! Like I had to look away. It had the opposite effect. I was so horrified. And I know this isn't comedy, but it's, it's, it's something I need to talk about. I'm, I'm really pissed. I'm really mad. Hey, because you hadn't seen a burnt baby before. Well, who has? That's why I asked. Well, my uncle, Barbecue Willie. uncle, Willa, Barbecue Willie, yeah. He's seen a lot of burnt babies. Uh, uh, I, all right. It's All gotta right, be I, this guy, the tattoo guy. He, yeah, it's gotta be, yeah. Girls love tats. They love tats. Are you what? single, dude? You took a minute to pause there. So who who is the lucky lady that is maybe not? Because you definitely paused. Like I mean, it's been a couple of weeks with Britney, but it ain't it ain't been a couple of years. Like yeah, hell yeah, extreme, extremely. Yeah, knows, uh, yeah, you're 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 actually talking to uh, my friend Derek. Hell yeah. uh, and his profession is. Uh, can I say your profession? Yeah, uh, he's a male porn star. Everybody. No shit. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so they're dating everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only. I met. Uh, I, I went to USC, right? And there was a fraternity where they filmed some porns at. And I, uh, one of my buddies, one day uh, we finished class, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to go see? Uh, they're filming a porn at uh, Fiside. Do you want to go see these dudes fuck?" I was like, "Maybe if phrase it differently, for sure. Maybe we'll see see what's going on in that house." And I went there. I remember the, the actors were standing around at one point. They had some downtime. And I went up to one of them, and, and uh, I was real baked. And I was like, hey, man, I go, so what's it like like doing this? Just trying to strike up conversation. And, uh, and I said, don't you worry about diseases? And he just goes, I just try not to think about it. Whoa. And then I said, well, what if you like, maybe you get something? And he goes, you just can't think about it, man. Carpe diem. And I was like, I don't know if that's where you're supposed to use that <laughs> phrase. But, but so, I mean, what? So, yeah. Yeah, Test every 14 yeah, days. Yeah, so here, here's, a, here, here's how Derek and I met. Uh, another friend of mine uh, worked in the industry and said, like, hey, you want to come watch a live scene take place? And I said, sure, that sounds good. So I went to uh, the, the, the scene, and now the performers, Derek being one of them, didn't know that I was there. And then uh, they handed me a bottle of lube, the director, and said, all right, when they call for lube, you run in. <laughs> Whoa. So he wow. he and the woman that, that were engaged in uh, coitus, uh, that's a nice way of saying it, uh, didn't know I, I was there. So all, all of a sudden she goes, I need some lube. And then I run in with a bottle of lube, and her first response was to get up and go, I did not agree to that. <laughs> 
So that and Derek saw that and was like, this guy and I are gonna be chumps. Okay. Hara, Hara, are you friends with any porn stars? Oh, uh, God. <laughs> so many, right? So many. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, you you were talking about the disease and that that new one out, the Zika virus. Have you got that? <laughs> The, the Zika virus, apparently you get, it's like a sexually transmitted disease from mosquitoes. And I, I got to ask any guy in here, if you know how to fuck a mosquito, <laughs> I want to go to DeVry and learn. Because... Guys, Harlan Williams. Uh, give it up one more time for Harlan Williams. The great Harlan Williams. Go see him live. His podcast, The Harlan Highway, is on iTunes. Uh, HarlanWilliams.com for all your tour dates. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, and Twitter at Harlan Williams, and uh, and uh, yeah, download the most recent episode of the Harlan Highway because Adam and I are on it, so yeah. you can uh, awesome. hear more hear more of this. Yeah, that was great because uh, we did a bonus episode of your podcast. Which, if you sign up for uh, Harlan's podcast, you get these bonus episodes where we did a, uh, uh, I guess, kind of a, a debate, if you will, right? It's called, it's called Let's Have a Fight. It's a podcast where. You have uh, three three verbal throwdowns, and uh, it's really fun. These guys went at it big time. If you join my premium content at uh, the Harland Highway, you can hear him and Adam Carolla and Greg yeah, Fitz. Yeah, it's the best. Basically, Harland gives you a topic, and then somebody has to be for the uh, argument, and somebody has to be against it. And we had one where it was, uh, should killer whales be uh, what put <laughs> uh, on display? For, yeah, are uh, they good? Yeah, or 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 is SeaWorld good for killer whales? And now I don't actually think that, but I drew the four <laughs> argument, so now I have to like address that. And yeah, and then it's just really interesting to have to argue things you don't actually believe. Yeah, commit to it. Yeah. I was getting very fired up. Your whole argument was like, but it brings joy to children because <laughs> these sure. whales dance. And I was like, oh, you just love these dancing mammal bitches. <laughs> I think I said that to you at one point. Yeah, and I said, how dare you talk about my mother like that? Oh, <laughs> cute. Oh, oh that wow. Didn't, that didn't go the way I thought Jesus it would go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought that was going to be funny. She's that was our biggest off. fan. We just lost a listener. <laughs> uh, Har, thanks for doing hey, this. Hey, thanks, guys. You're the man. Yeah, guys, Harlan you. Williams, one more time, huh? Come on. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Did you guys have a good time tonight? Thank you so much for coming to the second Live About Last Night podcast. Uh, of course, uh, subscribe on iTunes and, uh, and check out all past and present episodes. Sure. And, uh, and, and hey, buddy, uh, Derek, quick plug of one of your most uh, recent films. Yeah. Well, Magic Mike Triple XL. All right. Uh, and then look for my porno movie, Magic Mike XXS. <laughs> <laughs> You see how there, a lot of, there was a lot of laughter, but then the laughter got quiet real quick because people were like, I would watch that. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for coming. We appreciate it. Good night.
listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.